Hey y'all, it's your girl Raven and Elise, and welcome to our podcast, It Is That Deep, Exposing Elephants While Talking Healing. Now let's get into it. So we are both therapists in New York State. We both currently own our own private practices, and we provide mental health therapy to the people in our communities. Although we work with all populations, we primarily, our primary clientele is for the African-American community. Um, Most of our clients are Black and Brown women. We do work with men as well. Um, I am currently fully virtual. Um, I believe Elise has taken clients in person and virtual. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that I did enjoy about the pandemic is being able to take this practice into um into like okay. another version of it like 2022 yeah. therapy kind of yeah so it's more of like a modern day therapy yeah. for for you know for us um and now we have the opportunity to serve clients all over New York state uh and we have the ability to positively impact our clients' lives. Uh, I wouldn't say that we're your average therapist. We are very transparent when it comes to, um, when it comes to like the psychoeducational approach. Uh, We want to make sure that our clients feel comfortable and are themselves. Um, There's a lot of things that I enjoy doing alone, but doing this podcast was not one of those things that I wanted to take that journey on by myself. Yeah, so me and Raven was like, hey, let's do this together. And it's very interesting because we we met um, as grad students at um, our grad school. And of course, at that time, we had no idea that this is where we would be. What, what are we like? Two years post-grad now? Yeah, almost three, yeah, two. Over, a little over two years, maybe. Um, and so we decided to come together and do this together. Two minds is better than one, especially with us both serving the same population, so to speak. So so our experience at Medai was quite interesting, um, if I would put it that way. Um, you know, going into a school, you hear certain things about the school, but you kind of want to experience things for yourself. So um, that experience was definitely um, not what I expected in a sense, but in a sense, it was what I expected. Um, we came from our cohort 30. Shout out to cohort 30. Yes. Um, it was definitely a, a cool group um, with some very interesting personalities, which makes it awesome, of course. Um, but I would say like the most thing that I kind of knew going into it, just because I heard the rumor was like you had to do like a lot of self-learning, meaning you had to read those textbooks from cover to cover. Um And that was not the positive experience, I would say. Um, But at the same time, it kind of built discipline, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, it forced us to kind of learn different ways of learning. Yeah, yeah. And really working as a team, too, because we really had to, like, I think that's what made our cohort so cool and so close is because we really, really relied on each other. Um, to get through <laughs> that learning experiences. Yeah, and we were a really diverse bunch yes. of students. 
we were, our class was very diverse, which was really cool because I think we kind of opened the eyes to the professors there of how their teaching styles needed to kind of get some upgrading because I will say we didn't really have much diversity when it came to our professors. Yeah. Um, we were seeing like the same kind um, white women. I think we had oh, one, we had one white male, Yeah, but all that other than that, they were all predominantly white women um, and not taking anything from them, but it was a difficult because we did have a tough cultural diversity class and being that we, like Raven said, we was a diverse group. We kind of took control over that class. <laughs> yeah. We definitely <laughs> taught that class <laughs> in a way. Yeah. We, yeah, we did. And I think we, not only for ourselves, but also for the professor who was teaching the class. I mean, we were trying to get away from every time we deal with diversity and culture, we're always talking about black people and white people when there's so many other cultures in this world so many other ethnicities and um yeah. races and and it was just very intense to um always be looked at as hey what do you what's your opinion if you're a black student yeah always having to give that black perspective mm -hmm. of things it can get tiresome um yeah yeah i, I remember one of our um classmates um bringing in a speaker, um, a Native American speaker, to yeah. change the program a little bit and change the, um, I don't know, the subject from the black and white kind of thing. And I thought that that was really cool because I even was learning some. And I'm yeah. like, finally, a, a cultural diversity class where I actually am the student and not the teacher. So that was pretty yeah. cool. I learned a lot through that, too. Yeah. I remember... Um, like to this day, I won't use the word agency. I'll use organization yeah. or something like yeah. that. Um, I yeah, I forgot about that. Well, they talked about the trail of tears, right? I can't remember. Oh, if I if I said it wrong, please forgive me. I I'm not. Remember. But I know we learned about um, what was it like the boarding schools yes. or something yep. where they were like forced to go um, and like they were the parents didn't know that's what they were signing yeah. their kids up for. So yeah. it was more so. Um, uh, that ethnic washing or that whitewashing yeah. kind of thing and yep. um, Americanizing them um, or civilizing them. Oh, how horrible. How yeah. horrible. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool, though. So, yeah, Madai was a cool experience, I would say, all in all. Um, we did go through COVID oh, yeah. during that time. <laughs> yeah. Right at the tail end, during our internship, COVID happened. Ah, oh, that was like, so that for most of us, it added an extra semester. Yeah, it shifted our, a lot. Yeah. Um, especially, like, with the internships. Yeah, a lot of us were, like, out of placements mm -hmm. and had to figure it out on our own. I know I had to switch placements. Yep. And they weren't, like, very lenient in our hours. Some, A lot of programs, like, waived, like, clinical hours and stuff. Not for us. Um what is it? The ACA? Am I saying yeah, the ACA. The ACA wasn't with it. They were just definitely like, no, you still have to complete all of your hours. So I was really trying, but we made it through. Right. We did it. Um, we didn't really have an official graduation, <laughs> but you know, most of us took our little pictures on the side somewhere. <laughs> but I, right. I feel like after graduation is really when we 
had to like make some real decisions yeah um and we had to like figure out not even make the decisions but like figure out I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> Figure out where where we wanted to go, because like with with mental health, you can go in so many directions, mm-hmm. and just kind of trying to pinpoint. Okay, do I want to work with children and adolescents? Do I want to work with the geriatric population? It can get it can get difficult to kind of like pinpoint unless you like actually find your niche, find yeah. what you're um, what you're passionate about. And I think I think we've both got to a point to where we found exactly what we're passionate about and we're kind of working in that direction now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And us, we got two totally different experiences after grad school and going into private practice. Um, Raven was definitely the bolder person, the one who was just like, who was fully motivated, was not wavering in her decision to go into private practice. There was like literally nothing anyone can say. Like everyone was talking into going into um, agency work and, and things of that nature. And Raven just was like, <laughs> what did you say? I thought you said something was, like working for some, some somebody was ghetto or something. You said. It was like, it was more so like, I, I can't, not that I can't do the typical nine to five because I, I still I still do a little nine to five on the side, but it's I I couldn't see myself working for someone else for the rest of my life. Like I'm putting in all these hours, I'm putting in all this effort. I want to build something for myself, yeah. something for you know for my family, something for us to you know, um something you know <laughs> something that's gonna be there in yeah. the long run. Like we're we're going to these jobs and we're most of the time like the the work ethic the work ethic and like the policies in the jobs aren't even in alignment with the work that we're doing mm-hmm. so having to follow all of these guidelines and all of the stuff that can potentially harm our clients in a way um it just wasn't for me yeah um so i had to i'm thankful for my internship um my internship a supervisor because she's actually the one who was like hey when you're done you can actually go right into private practice like you don't have to do this and do that like how the school was saying yeah. um so that definitely was my motivating factor to kind of get out there yeah yeah the crazy thing is um is i remember them telling us that during orientation that we had to go through like, know that we could hours. know that we could go into private practice right after grad school. Um, But then you get into grad school and all all the professors is telling you, hey, you know, you need to go into agency work, get your hours that way. And and so you lose sight of what I, for me, I lost sight of what my original goal was, which was once I heard that, like I'm going immediately into private practice. And And I think that also brings me to another point of, being careful of who you receive advice from not saying that they're giving you bad advice but don't make your decision off of that person's advice because they're giving you advice off of their experiences and what worked for them and how they went about doing things that doesn't necessarily mean that is the right way for you or the only way so always be mindful and keep your options open and don't backtrack off of fear if fear is a factor in why you're not moving, then eliminate that factor 
in whatever form you have to, and then make a deciding factor because I, I that definitely held me back for almost two years. Not that I don't appreciate my experiences, but I'll probably be somewhere else now. Yeah, but it's also good to remember that like all of us, although we are kind of on the same path, our journeys are different. Yeah. So maybe it was meant for you to go through, you know, going through, um, you know, that clinical aspect before you got into private practice because. During that time, you probably learned some things that I didn't learn, you yeah, know, sir. and yeah. that that's going to help you further yourself in your private practice as well. Um, so it's kind of all about kind of all about perspective and kind of just knowing that, you know, our journeys are different, but we are on the same path or is yeah. it our path is different and we're on this y'all know what we mean wait no i think you're i think you said it right the first time okay our journeys is different but we're on the same path yeah, yeah. or or it could be the opposite yeah that's our paths like, are different but we're on the same journey yeah huh um but yeah <laughs> um we're here you know we yeah we here we <laughs> Um, that's pretty much our introduction to who we are. Um, we'll be back with a variety of um, topics. And that's one of the things that I did want to share um, while we're here before we wrap it up is this is literally a, a space where, like Raven said, we want to be transparent. We want to not only be ourselves, but also give therapy in a appropriate way of course because we are on a podcast but you know in a modern way we are in 2022 now um and therapy does not look the same everyone does not want to come to your couch and lay there and go through all of these modalities that um is not uh producing any results any immediate results especially with a lot of these people's stressors so we kind of just want to be that modern therapist and here we are bringing a podcast so yeah please check us out we're gonna have episodes coming often um so until next time yeah oh and we do want to mention as well we're gonna have a segment called let's talk about it where you all can write into us um you can write like any questions or anything of that nature you can email it to us you can um we'll probably like link our our instagrams on our um in the bio somewhere as well for you to message us um but email is probably the best um and then also remember that although we are therapists we are not child therapists so <laughs> please do we are sure. not let me repeat that we are not your therapist <laughs> make sure you know you are getting you know proper care seeking a therapist if you're in new york state we both are accepting clients yep. um so schedule a consultation if you need to all right all right y'all we're gonna be out until next time later <laughs>